Hello there, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the next episode of A Matter of Perception. Yesterday, December 3rd, was my 30th birthday, so I just wanted to say real fast thank you to everyone out there who wished me a happy birthday, whether you texted me or whether it was on Facebook or Instagram. I really appreciate it. It meant a lot. I, I had a good day. I woke up to a video call from my greatest friend, JL. What a way to start the day. And then uh, I had a great breakfast. I went for a run. I hit the punching bag. I had a great second breakfast. I went on a hike with my dog. I played some Star Wars Battlefront 2, the PlayStation 2 version. I watched some anime and then uh, got to eat some good food at Longhorns, got some socks, some sweaters. And then I finished up the day by working on this episode. And then now today I'm, I'm able to complete it. So it was a good day. I, I realized that as I've gotten older, all I've wanted on my birthdays is just peace and exercise. And I'm cool with that. So... <laughs> Anyway, moving on, my next blessed guest is Johnny Tucker, the man whose music I use on both of my podcasts, this one as well as A Real Treat, where Charlie Rhodes and I discuss our favorite movies. I ran into Johnny at the park. I was having a great day, just in a good mood, and I wanted to go for a walk and swing on the swings. So I walked by Johnny, who's working on his music at a table. I say what's up and ask what he's doing. Tells me he's working on some new beats, so I ask him for his Instagram, and once I listened to his music, I was like, yo, this is what I want for my podcast. This is perfect. And now I get the chance to sit down and have a one-on-one -on -one with him, finding out all about his inspirations and just who he is as a person. And I got to tell you, he is a grade-A genuine human being. Certified Dope by Dalton Roadhouse. <laughs> Enjoy the conversation. Let's get started. Yeah, and I fought my depression. I would just keep it all cool, calm, and collected. I just started relaxing and I stopped all the stressing. Now I keep it cool, calm, and collected. Sometimes it feels like nowhere's where I'm headed. Still keep it cool, calm, and collected. But if you're talking about the craft, man, it's still not perfected. But I keep it cool. Johnny, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. So, uh, very, very cool that I got to meet you just randomly at the park one day. And then... Yep. I'm using your music now for the podcast. I appreciate it. Your music is awesome. By I appreciate the way. you using it, dude. Yeah, really absolutely. Do. You're an extremely talented person. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. And I'm dead serious about that. So uh, let's let's get right into talking about you, man. I want to learn about you, and people out there deserve to hear about you too. So you go, you go by I hate you, Johnny, on yes. Instagram. So yes. uh, I don't know this story. I wanted to wait to ask you on the podcast. Tell me what where I hate you, Johnny, came from. You used to be J Tuck, right? And then it changed. Yes. Okay, so tell me that whole story. Uh, well, I've been JTuck for a long time, and I released a lot of projects under that, probably about 43, I think. Um, between like 43, tapes when you say and projects, rec. like albums? Oh, you were saying that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like uh, full rap albums or just the beat tapes. It was all under JTuck, the guys of JTuck. So now that I um, kind of wanted to uh, start over, rebrand, because I feel like you outgrow certain things, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, with it being like change of sound or the fact that I've gotten a lot better at what I do. So I think that um, my vision has gotten clearer on where I want to go. The I Hate You Johnny actually came from a tag uh, that I found from a movie. It was like a 1960s movie or something. <laughs> really? I forget what the movie's name is. It has Gilda in the title. but uh, Gilda? Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking, Just put uh, I Hate You Johnny, Gilda, uh, and um, it'll come up. Uh, she whispers it in the guy's ear. So that's my tag now. Oh, okay. And it's I Hate You Too. Yeah. Or, wait, oh, actually, I think that's just the title of the, the video. I think the name of it is just Gilda. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's where I got it from. And uh, I was using it before I became I Hate You, Johnny. And I just made it that because it just made sense. Yeah, so I was man. like, oh, I like this. So yeah, I awesome. just ran with it. So, so like you were watching this movie, this old time. How are you watching this movie, by the way? Just you just randomly watching it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I randomly watch stuff sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So you're watching this movie, and then you hear like, "I hate you, Johnny," and you're like, "That's my name." Yeah. And I'm gonna rebrand myself under that 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 little tag. It wasn't a rebrand at first. Like I was like, okay. "Oh, she says Johnny," and J Tuck is like my name jonathan tucker so mm-hmm. i just i was like the people in my high school they called me johnny so i was like okay this is my name so i'm just gonna put this in my beats and then i was like no you know what i'm gonna just change my name to this because i liked it yeah. a lot and then i had a friend draw up the logo um we exchanged i made him a beat um he's a really is good it, friend. The, is the logo that guy who looks like he's like a robber yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. i've seen that yeah, yeah. on your instagram photos. yeah because i was gonna make a uh uh, album called Misadventures of Dark Clark because I go by the Dark Clark Kent is like my AKA. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Because so, uh, <laughs> right. I usually wear glasses, like the Clark Kent glasses. So, oh, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah I got so you. That was like I'm Clark Kent during the day, and then you know I'm a, I hate you, Johnny or J Tuck. It was oh, it's thing. like your alter ego. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. you go into the phone booth, except it's the uh, recording booth. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I so, so it's either I'm making beats or recording, and then that was where the dark Clark came from. And cool. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, so, um, tell me about like how you got started with all this with music. Like, what was your love? What are what are your influences? Well, let's just start like just from the beginning. Take me back. Explain to me, you know, what made you want to start making beats, and you rap as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, in, in when I was listening to all of your music, and I was kind of browsing through it, I heard uh, a, a lot of there was a lot of just beats, which was dope, and then I also heard some songs that had rapping on them. Yeah. You have other people collaborate with you, right? And they do they do the lyrics sometimes. They Correct. rap. Cool. Correct. But a lot of it is also you yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But anyway, just take me back to the beginning. Like, what got you into it? What made you want to, like, rap? What made you want to do music, make your own beats? Oh, it's a long story. Um, then, hey, that's what we're here for. Okay, so uh, about 11 years old, I, well, it, might, it must have been before that, like, 10 years old, my uncle started playing drums in church, and um, he was, like, a youth pastor. So I would go to church with him um, every Wednesday, and then he got into that, and he ended up buying a drum set, so when I went over to his house, I would play around on it and I really liked it a lot. And uh, it just so happened that my mom was talking to a guy that she ended up marrying, my stepdad, and um, he had a drum set. So from there, I started playing drums every day because he gave me his drum set. No way. That's yeah. nice. So it was like, I don't know. It was meant to be. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. And um, so I played drums for a long time, played in some covered bands and we never did anything. And then uh, I joined a band called Two-Sided Scar like when I was 13. And I was with the band for maybe like two or three years. But those were my first shows I ever played. We played a lot of shows. Uh, we tried to go on little tours and whatever. We had some cool offers. We kind of sounded like Linkin Park a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I get a Linkin Park, Linkin Park vibe from it. Yeah. yeah so, uh, so from there... The band broke up because just, you know, member problems and everybody's like teenage angst and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but how old were you when, when y'all broke up? Uh, 16, 16. It must have been. Um, and then I just focused on skating a lot. And uh, OK, cool. Yeah. So like skateboarding. Yeah. OK. And then so but through that, I found another group of friends that uh, they played like punk and ska. And I'm I was really into punk rock when I was like younger, like street punk the mohawks the liberty spikes and the studs and everything 
<laughs> so, <laughs> no. yeah. Do you have pictures? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show <laughs> you later. Cool, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. But, uh, yeah, I used to have a mohawk. I used to have the studded jackets and everything, and that was what I went for. So we started playing some punk and ska, and eventually it got more experimental. And Oh, crap. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Did you notice the theme song right there? No, but I, it sounds familiar. It's, uh, Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop, that's yep. what I thought. Yeah, because they, <laughs> they have all that cool space jazz. That's yeah. one of the coolest soundtracks, actually. Dude, yeah. I, 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 Cowboy Bebop is great for the story as well, but but the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. For sure, yeah. You all right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, man, yeah, no, I was, I was just talking about animes with uh, Josh, my other guest, last night. Do you have a favorite anime? Uh, we're going to get off topic for a second. Oh, yeah, back. no, that's fine. Uh yes uh it's gonna sound really basic no no i'm not gonna go with the basic answer oh all right, all right tell me what it would be and then we'll, we'll disregard it okay death note and everybody Damn. will be like oh that's so basic and whatever it is well basic, like whatever it is basic <laughs> it's a good storyline yeah, okay yeah. if it wasn't as popular as it would be or it is now then it's still i'm gonna take that chip and eat it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i love the uh i like um guilty crown which i'm re-watching right crown. now okay i haven't seen that one that one's amazing watch that definitely um and what is the other one called future diary Have i haven't seen, seen that either no future watch diary. future diary that has like a lot of plot twists that one's really good okay it's a it's a psychological thriller type oh man i'm all about thrillers it's amazing and it, they have like one of the best um female I guess protagonist or antagonist. She's kind of both. She plays both sides. So maybe like an antihero. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. But it like it twists at the end. So uh, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get right. it when you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But yeah, mm -hmm. it's really it's really great. Cool. Cool. Yeah. The one that I just wrapped up watching was Black Lagoon. Have you seen that one? I started watching that and never finished. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, well, uh, you might like it. Uh, you should finish it definitely because yeah. Remy, the girl. I couldn't remember it last night, but it just came like that right now. And I haven't looked it up since then. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Remy the Girl. It's crazy how that happens. But Remy the Girl and then Rock the Guy. Um, Remy's the star of the show. It's 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 not like female-led. It really follows Rock, but Remy's like, you know, the, the one that you watch the it staple. for. Yeah. Yeah. But Rock uh, is also is voiced by the same guy who does L, at least in the English dub. Okay. okay. Yeah, or not, not L. Sorry, Light. Light, okay, yeah, Light yeah, Yagami, yeah. yeah, not L. Uh, I, I haven't heard his voice in other things, which I'm, I'm sure he has been in other things. Yeah. Did you see the, um, the live action on Netflix, Death Note? Oh, that one's hard. That was hard to watch. <laughs> I actually liked it. Man. Yeah, I, I mean, liked it as an adaptation. I already knew it was going to be an adaptation going into it, and yeah. the fact that I think MTV Productions did that. I think so. Yeah, so yeah. I already kind of knew they were going to throw like the, the, whole soap opera type stuff mm -hmm. into yeah, it so yeah, like yeah. i i kind of already expected it if i didn't know though i would have been so so upset like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's why i liked it i was i went into it i mean i still didn't like it. it's not a good movie but i went into it knowing that i'm not in it for a good movie right you know what i mean right and and so i like willem dafoe who voiced ryuk yeah and 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 ryuk's one i have a snake right over there named ryuk yeah so oh, ryuk's my, my <laughs> one of my favorite fictional characters but um and then also shay wiggum the guy who played his dad Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. I just I like him as an actor. Yeah. So the fact that those two were in it, it made it better for me. It was like okay, it's got some star power yeah. as far as like what I like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
but ultimately still a bad movie. Yeah, I mean, whenever they make the anime movies or like anime is into movies, it always is not that yeah. not good. Did you see the Full Metal Alchemist one? Because I bad. did. It was so bad. Really, it looked. I watched five minutes and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm done. So That's what I just did with the. Uh, I actually just finished Avatar: The Last Airbender for the first time. What you, the the show the like show the, the cartoon show. yeah the cartoon and so like I watched like five minutes of like a fight of the actual movie that they made I guess oh, the M Night Shyamalan oh, oh yeah it was oh, it was dude. atrocious oh, and like dude. did you watch the one with the Earthbenders where they it takes them five minutes as a yeah group and it's to, like, like so slow it's, <laughs> like it's so <laughs> and then the boulder like lifts up and it just like hovers yeah. over <laughs> come on I was man. like wow it's it was so slow paced I didn't even want to watch it and my partner told me not to watch it so <laughs> yeah dude it's a partner? she was like yeah well my um significant other she told me not oh, to watch you, it but you call her like your partner yeah that's cool or both I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's just, I just totally usually I don't hear partner usually when you hear partner it's usually like same sex but when it's not same sex it's yeah like it's very endearing either way. And so, like, that's very cool. You yeah. Know, it's your partner. It's your life partner. You yeah. Know, it's the person who you're going through life and, and you got each other's backs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool. But, uh, yeah. But, so yeah. You just watched it, though. Like, you, I, so, you watched, you watched Avatar Less Airbender, the cartoon, and then, and then watched the live action? Or you'd already seen the live action or what? No. I just, like, I was going to watch the live action, and then I saw, like, the five minutes. Oh, right. I'm like, sorry. You did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I just finished the cartoon for the yeah, first yeah. time, and, like, people had been telling me throughout the years that I should watch it, mm-hmm. but I just never did. I would have found know. a way to, like, include it in the, into this conversation because yeah. I do it pretty much every episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, I, the, this podcast, I was um, inspired by Joe Rogan, and so, like, I'm kind of like his DMT, where he's, like, he always asks people if they do DMT. Oh, yeah. Or he always wants to bring up monkeys and chimps and stuff. It's literally, for me, it's Avatar Lesser. Airbender. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I yeah. mean, you know, I think like it had a good message. It was a solid story. Great character development as far as just like uh, Prince Zuko and and everybody, Katara, and it was just good. I think uh, my favorite was Uncle Iroh for sure. Yes. Uh, my yeah. Man. I was gonna ask you. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you just went to it already. Oh yeah. Uncle Iroh is my favorite fictional character. I think. I think so too. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to agree with you on that one. You want to know who my second is? Who? Also an anime character. Well, Avatar Last Airbender is an anime to me. It's a cartoon. Yeah. So when I do my top 10 animes with, with on my other podcast, the, the one that I also use your music for, for a real treat, it's not going to be on my top 10 animes because it's a cartoon, in my opinion. Yeah. It'll be an animated series, more likely. Yeah. Um, but it still won't be number one because mine is Batman Beyond, to be honest. Batman really? Beyond was a good animated series. I didn't. By the way, I lied here. Uh, spoiler alert, I actually went with Avatar Last Airbender as my number one. It just depends on the day, you know? Watch it all the That's way through. A, I don't oh, think. really? <laughs> no, I don't it, think so. It, it did get repetitive with the villains. They didn't. They. It's like Batman, yeah. you know, where his villains don't go away for long; they come back. But still, I love Batman Beyond. But anyway, um, my second favorite fictional character is uh, from Trigun. It's Vashta Stampede. Okay, I haven't watched Trigun. Oh, okay. no. oh well, you definitely need to, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Vash Stampede's a great character. Okay. Yeah, the show itself has its flaws. Still a tremendous show. But Vash the Stampede is just worth it. Okay. To wa- just to watch him the whole time. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Definitely. Right, cool. I have like so much free time this week, so I'm gonna You should you should. It's on <laughs> do you have Hulu? Uh I don't have Hulu, but I could probably I can get it subscription. Yeah, you, you know, a little seven day trial. Yeah, yeah busted. It. it has all the animes on it, pretty much. Yeah. It has like all my favorite animes. It has so many animes that I've since like seen now. I like animes that I would have never been able to see if it weren't for the fact that I had Hulu. They have a better anime anime selection than netflix for sure yeah yeah i mean uh i mean uh well death note's on hulu i don't know it, it, i watched death note on netflix and i've seen death note through twice but uh both on netflix i don't have netflix anymore but now that it's on hulu i wonder is it on both or is it still on netflix 
Uh, or is that, it, is that it I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't know because I've been watching like really bad sci-fi movies on Netflix. <laughs> so like all my recommendeds are just like horrible sci-fi. But <laughs> <laughs> right, to give me one that you've watched, it was like, oh really man, they're, I don't even remember the names of them because they're so uh, bad. I'm yeah. just like I just turn it turn it on to kind of like laugh at the CGI. Tell me the tell me the plot of one. If uh, you can remember there was one that had a great is. story, but the CGI was just really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like. Dang, if like a major director picked this up, like a major production company, it would be a solid movie. Mm-hmm. But basically, like aliens come to Earth. I mean, that's like premise right sci-fi, movie. yeah. So then, um, the main character is trying to get his family out of the. They live in the city, like a middle of the city, in an apartment. Was that on Netflix? It was on Netflix. Is it Michael Pena? Yes, uh, I think so. Guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, but anyway, do keep going with what it's about. Yeah, and so up. and so they like he kind of has like flashbacks throughout the if I remember correctly, he has like flashbacks throughout the entire movie until this one point and like the plot twist is the best part, so I don't know if I want to ruin it for you. No, it's okay. Yeah, okay. don't for other yeah. but it's called is it called Extinction? It's called Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, yeah. Right, cool. Yeah, watch that one. It's definitely cool for the story and the plot twist. At first you're like, okay, whatever. And then when you when it gets to that point, you're like, okay, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. So so I need to do another seven day trial of Netflix and then watch Extinction. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> or just find I I mean, I'm gonna say this under the radar. You could just find it on uh like YouTube or something, maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yo, YouTube. Like one of those. I have YouTube red. I don't know I don't know if YouTube YouTube has free movies on it. But I don't know if they're free just because I have YouTube Red because I pay for premium so that I can download on my mobile and just play the, the, them whenever I don't have a service. I think so. I think so. I think, uh, I think that uh, when you do have YouTube Red, you have access to certain movies and shows that maybe that's Maybe there. that's what it is then. So, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. All right. So I'm good. But I want to look up one more one movie. Uh, it's with Pedro Pascal. And it's uh, – okay. It was called Prospect. Have you happened to see that movie? It was on Hulu, not, not Netflix. Probably not. Okay, I'm gonna say no. It's uh, it's 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 basically um, this girl with her 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 dad, and they they like live off world. They're like, they're basically just like poor, but they live in space, and so and their job is basically just just taking odd odd jobs, just going and mining uh, like special gems and stuff out of like unknown planets or the un- uninhabited planets and stuff. Right. And it's not a spoiler because it happens in, like the first ten minutes. Yeah. So, uh, but her dad dies. He gets shot by Pedro Pascal and one of Pedro Pascal's buddies, and then the, the rest of the movie becomes about Pedro Pascal, this bad guy, and then this girl, this girl who's like, and then and it's about them like forming this bond, and it's like, they shouldn't form a bond. He, it's understandable because he killed her dad, but at the same time, he's he's not a, he's not ashamed about it. Yeah, he's like, yo, this is how life goes. Right out here, like in the outer worlds, we it's it's like eat or be eaten. Yeah, and so I don't I don't apologize for it. I, w- I won't I won't be mad if you want to kill me, but if you kill me, then you're definitely not going to survive. So what are you going to do? Right. You're going to get over it, or are you going to kill me and then die? You know, right. you're going to get over it and, and survive, or get over it and die. And it, that's, it interesting. Was, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and and it's Pedro Pascal. You, do you know who Pedro Pascal no. is? No, might maybe if I see. He's the guy who's the Mandalorian. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, okay. I know he's. Uh, I mean, I know you don't see his face much. Yeah. In it, but but his acting is still on key, and he was also in Narcos. He was in Game of Thrones. Okay, I've seen Narcos too, so I probably he's, do. Yeah, know he's, his face. he's he's the guy who can speak Spanish. He's not the white guy. He's what, the, other uh, guy. the is it Mexico or the no, other Narcos? Uh, no, no, pa- uh, pa- uh, Pablo Escobar is that? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about then. <laughs> Come on, girl. She's rolling. <laughs> Come here. Go, go, go. 
Mojo. She has been distracting me. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So, um, yeah, yo, look, here, here's a picture. Yep. Yeah, yep. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. I know that, him from Narcos I, mostly, but yeah. I didn't even know he was the Mandalorian. There That's you go. Insane. Yeah. I because when the Mandalorian takes off the mask, like one of the only times he does in this in the show. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a new se- uh, season coming. Yeah, up. coming like October 30th. It's coming up. I'm excited, dude. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, oh, I do have Disney Plus, but because I, I'm using a friend's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, my partner has Disney Plus, and so we watched that while we were working out, and I was like. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and I think it, the catcher obviously is the baby Yoda. Oh and, yeah, and that man. isn't Yoda. Like I didn't know that until we looked it up. We were like, mm-hmm. "How is this?" Like the timeline didn't make a sense. So no, right? It's yeah. not baby Yoda. But dude, I watched this. Do you, have you heard of the YouTube channel, the Super Carlin, uh, Super Carlin Brothers? No, they're 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 quite. I mean, they have a lot of they have like millions of followers, and they they do um, theory videos, uh, the Pixar theory, like how all the Pixar movies connect, and so every time there's a new Pixar movie that comes out, they explain how that connects to the whole Pixar universe right. and, and stuff like that. That's and, interesting. Uh, yeah, and they do other theories as well that like you wouldn't th- you you you're like oh my gosh like they they talk about how like Dumbledore is a phoenix or something like yeah. that and and they explain it and the way that they explain it you're at the, by the end of every episode you're like yeah I see it yeah yeah, yeah they, no that's right but anyway they talked about Baby Yoda and they talked about um, why it was born and like who its parents are and stuff like that and essentially they came to the conclusion you should go watch the video you know for people out there listening and also you yourself you should go watch it. And they explain ultimately that Baby Yoda. I might ruin it, but you know, screw it. It's like a ten-minute video. Yeah. So. Um, Baby Yoda was born to be the light that combats uh, Darth Vader's dark. Okay. So he was essentially born immaculately, just like Anakin Skywalker was. Mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker. I don't know if it's canon or not, but they say that he was born because um, Darth Sidious comes and impregnates. Uh, his his mom with the force so right. like there's no dad yeah you know it's kind of like jesus you know where it was god yeah he, exactly who did yeah. It, you know is it's, it's not the same but it's 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 you know similar and and so um if you look at the timeline of baby yoda when the mandalorian takes place and all that it coincides with when vader comes to power yeah and it's and it's essentially saying that like there's a balance in the force yeah. so when there's this darkness that arises there's always going to be that light that arises as well to meet it okay that is actually well thought out like Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah. I don't, you know, they might in in the season two or as the Mandalorian progresses, they might come to show you that no, he has parents or whatever. But it was a cool little, uh, you know, theory to hear about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that is cool. We just went on like a thirteen minute rant. Oh no, it's all good about <laughs> like it's anime and movies. I love. I could talk about movies all day, but let's bring it. Let's bring it back. We were talking uh, about you with. Like getting started with music, you were uh, in the band. The band kind of crumbled around like 16 years old due to teenage angst and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, what? There's a transition there that happened, right? From you yeah. going from playing the drums to like making beats and doing rap. So right. tell me about that. Uh, yeah. So after I left, like I played in like a little metal band for a while, but we um, had so many members going in and out, it just didn't work. So then, uh, right after that, I started hanging out with my cousin and my cousin he was hanging around like a group of friends he had like a rap group basically and he always used to say that like i inspired him to want to like play some kind of music and that was his kind of music so he was wow yeah so he was rapping and he had his rap group and there were people in it that were just like wow so like 
I would go hang out with them and they would be freestyling. I was like, this is a lot of fun. I'm going to try. So uh, I actually like gave it a shot and started writing stuff uh, yeah. while I worked at Dairy Queen at the time. So I'm like sitting at Dairy Queen because we were so slow that I would just like write on receipt paper. And, uh, You're that's... like J.K. Rowling, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Writing Harry Potter. Yeah. I think she did that for like books one through three on like napkins or something. Yeah. So then after that, I just recorded the first record, uh, Hesh Chill Repeat, and I used a lot of YouTube beats. This is before I made beats. And they were starting to make beats. And um, I think I started to make beats because of them. And I had a friend that we would always meet up. And this is back when I used to smoke. So I, we would smoke and make like a bunch of... Um, trap instrumentals basically because we are both metal heads too so we're we think about trap beats like metal beats mm -hmm. like like breakdowns almost so okay. we had the, we had a similar outlook on it so we would sit there and we crafted a bunch of beats together and then um i started like making hip-hop or trying to and it was very bad at first and uh i continued to do it and that's kind of how it got <laughs> <Yeah>. there <laughs> yeah everybody's a beginner at some time you know you oh gotta, yeah you have to kind of suck a little bit and to to learn and improve oh yeah and it, i think it's mainly just like the daws and like um how to make things like how to use compression and eq and stuff like that and sound selection is a really big thing that i learned like re in the recent years is selecting your kicks and bases to whatever the uh, melodies are samples or whatever synth you're using it's a lot about sound selection and less about like you know um because before i was just like okay this kick is hard this snare is hard and here's a sample and then it but it it didn't mold like the mix didn't mold well because of that but yeah that's kind of how i started making beats is with huh. my friend and now here i am yeah yeah here you are so what do you use to make those beats like is there a certain software i know you have like that interface that you use what exactly is that called because i'm not a beat maker myself i don't really know uh this is like really big in the lo-fi community if you look i on love my lo-fi yeah Dude, so yeah. so it's a, called a roland sp 404 and okay. uh, there are different versions of it mine is an a which is a reskin of the old uh i think sx is the model and um, basically what it is, it's just a standalone analog machine. So it's a linear sampler. So you can sample into it, chop the sample and make beats actually into it. it has a sequencer as well. But mainly what I use it for is like they have like a plethora of um, effects on it. So it's live effects. You can plug microphones, guitars up into it and kind of do anything you want to under the sun. It's kind of like one of those things that if you, like creatives have their certain way to create things and that's one of those things where it's just like it's about the creator who uses it because people use it for different things yeah i've seen okay. people use it as like loop machines i've yeah, seen people yeah. use it as like other stuff so uh i use it mainly for effects and because i like i'll just run beats from where i make because uh, i also make beats on fl fl studio on my laptop and I have like a bunch of MIDI keyboards and whatever, uh, Kai, MPKs and stuff like that. So I'll put what I make in FL into the drum machine and chop it up and then throw it back into into there. And because their compression on there is so good too. So that's kind of what the lo-fi community likes about so you, it. So you, d you do it on FL, you take it back out to the compression machine. Yeah. You, and then you chop it up and then you put it back into FL and do more to it. 
Uh, yeah, like as far as like finishing master, touches, yeah, mastering mm. or mixing it down. But I mean, there's a lot of different ways that I make beats. I make beats with the machine, like resampling method. So you can just sample yourself into the machine while you play it. And I've made beats like that. I've made beats on my phone. I had like a whole uh, yeah, series called like phone, phone, beats. phone Beats. Yeah, I've listened to all of them. Man. Yeah, yeah. And, so, I, <laughs> and I think I've saved a couple and I plan on using them if I haven't already. I, I, I've, I've already like saved like seven or eight of your songs. So I don't know all of them off the top of my head. So, yeah. But, yeah. but I, I'm pretty sure at least one of them is a phone beat. Yeah, Phone Beats is uh, I used FL Studio. What I The DAW that I use on my computer, I use it on my phone as well. You can buy it for like $15. So I bought it. Just trying to see what it was about, and I was at work, and it was slow, and I cranked out most of the phone beats at work while it was slow. I think that's like my creative, uh, the way I create things. It's just at work, <laughs> <laughs> just to fill that when boredom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, that, whenever you can make it, man. Right? Yeah. So tell me about um, the albums that you've made. Let's get right into that because I mean, like already while you've been talking, I've thought of like twenty questions. We're not gonna be able to get to all of them. Yeah. You know, because we only have about thirty minutes left. I know you're on a time constraint. You're about to go record. You got your own shit. I'm about to record another po- another episode, another podcast. It's it's cool to be with people who are who are who are doing work, you know, and trying yeah. to advance themselves. It encourages me to do the same thing, and reminds me that like I got a lot more work to do. So that's very cool. You're an inspiration to me. Thank I'm you. I'm sure you're an inspiration to the people around you, just like your your cousin who got into doing his freestyle rapping, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so in, in regards to your music, what is your? Let's start with this. What is your least favorite album that you put out? Like you. you Main, your, most of your stuff you can can be found on Bandcamp, right? Yeah, all of it, all of it. Anything okay, all I've of it can been. be on Bandcamp. Can it be found elsewhere uh, as well? I took, we can have this conversation in a second, but I took all my stuff down from Spotify and Apple Music. It used to okay, be up there. We'll get back to it? Yeah. Okay, let me put that down. Spotify and, yeah. and Apple that, Music. Because okay. there's a reason for that. All but, right. um, I'm going to put it, that and I'm going to put a question mark next to it. Yeah. So let's stay on, on that same train, though. Your least favorite album that you put out like and, and like why? Hestro Repeat. It's my first like your rap first one, right? album, yeah. and it was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> what was bad about it? Was it the the like the music or the lyrics? No, or? actually, the music was great. I picked uh, some beats off of YouTube, like I said, and they were really good, and I still like them to this day. I think it was just something with myself because a lot of my fans do like that album a lot more than anything else, which is cool. I just didn't like how my voice sounded on it. Oh, because okay. I was like yeah, overexerting myself. I didn't really know how to uh, stay in the pocket of what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. I've learned that throughout the years. What's like your least favorite song on it? Um, least favorite song? Ooh. Mm. Dang, that's a hard question. I think uh, Keep Moving. And uh, my friend Bula will listen to this podcast and he will um laugh about that (laughs) (laughs) why would he laugh because he always um he always like every time i see him he always says the lyrics to it he's always singing it because he knows i hate it so (laughs) (laughs) i don't think we know each other well enough for me to be able to yeah (laughs) but you know what i'm gonna do right i'm gonna go and i'm gonna buy that song and i'm gonna i'm gonna play it right go ahead yeah (laughs) (laughs) just download it for free save yourself (laughs) save your money no man i always put a dollar in there at least yeah No, you have, and I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, I'm not going to... Dude, you you put a lot of effort in. It's the least that I can do to give you something. Yeah. I I wish I could give you a thousand... I wish I could be like, one, zero, zero, zero. Here you go, motherfucker. Have a good time. Yeah. I can't because (laughs) I don't have it. No, I totally understand. I want to do the same for my friends as well, so... Yeah, I I tell you, man, if I ever do get famous... And if it doesn't happen, I'll be all good. I've come to I've come to accept that. Yeah. But if it but if it does happen, yeah, the people who've been there for me, 
especially my parents. Man, I just I just wanted I want to buy my dad a new old car. He loves old cars, fifty five Chevy Bel Air. Oh yeah. And I just want to take my mom to Alaska. Yeah. That's all I want to do, man, and pay off my debts. Yeah. Everything that I would do first would not be like for me. I mean, it would be for right. me, but like not. You know, it wouldn't be buying a jacuzzi or like getting exactly. out of this apartment. You know, it exactly. would be it would same be here. Yeah. I would do the same exact thing. It would be like help my sister out, um, mm, yeah. help my mom out, and then that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, so I do. I'm, I'm, I, 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 uh, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> Thank you. you. Thank you. I'm rooting for you too. Thanks. We're bro. gonna see you as big as uh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> I hope he's the number one podcast. <laughs> he is. Know? He's he just got so. that crazy Spotify deal. And That's he's insane. got and, and he's got people coming down hard on him because of it. Yeah. Yeah, so we, he's we, not my maybe, favorite on like some of the like views that he has, but he is. Yeah, he's yeah. he's been doing it for. Ever. Yeah, well, you'll never agree a hundred percent with someone else. No, but yeah, views. yeah, but that's of course. What I what I like about him is just how how he puts his the people that he comes on, he puts them at ease, and he's able to ask them questions, and they're most of the time able to like they're willing to just divulge it, divulge you know the right, some right. secrets of theirs, some you know their thoughts and opinions of things. And he had one of my like it was interesting. This is how I even got put onto Joe Rogan. He had one of my like favorite rappers on there that is so it was so it's like random. random. So Who? random. Who was it? Uh it was Vinny Paz from Jedi Mind Tricks, which was a really big inspiration for my like mm -hmm. beat making and how I make certain beats. Well that answers one of my questions yeah. I had planned. Yeah, so like Jedi Mind Tricks, um uh, but he was on there and I was like, this is so random, mm -hmm. like super random. And I guess it's because they, uh, um, Joe Rogan knows that Vinny Paz likes boxing a lot. So they talked a lot about that. Oh yeah. And Joe's all into the boxing community. Exactly. So yeah. yeah. But it, uh, that's what turned me on to it. And then I started listening to it. He has some interesting guests. That's probably what brings me to it. Whenever yeah, I do yeah, watch yeah. it is the uh, guests that <clears throat> and, he brings on. And that and that totally makes sense. Joe Joe in his in his own right is an interesting, cool guy. He's a comedian, very good comedian in my opinion. Obviously from Fear Factor, you yeah. know. And but what it what it boils down to with his podcast is his guests, right? And I want my podcast to be like that too. Yeah. And I have to remind I have to to remember that because I have a, a performance background myself. I'm I'm an actor, improv uh, guy as well. Tried stand up comedy, did not work. So that no, not on. I will be the first one to tell you, I'm not. I'd be frightened. To, yeah, no, to try I was, dude. I was. I was <laughs> yeah, I went up there. It was crickets, man. I did it once, and I was like, never mind. Yeah, but um, I try to remember that this podcast isn't about me. It's about the people that uh, that I bring on, like yeah. like yourself. It, it's about you. It's about learning. And I know that like you're not famous, you know. Oh it, no. But no. but one day maybe. Yeah. Let's hope, you know, but, but regardless, let's put all that aside, you know, whether fame ever comes or not, that shouldn't matter. What should matter is the, what I'm trying to point out in my podcast is that anybody can be special and, and individual and have things that are worth listening to. Oh, Their yeah. perspective is worth listening to. Yep. That's my point. Cause I get it on Joe Rogan. It's like, Whoa, wait, he had this fighter on there or he had this, this celebrity on there. I want to listen to it for me. It's like, okay, I won't get as many listens because you don't know this person, but listen, and you're going to appreciate getting to, to yeah. know this person. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. And that's that's kind of that's that that's the whole point behind this podcast. Yeah. And that's that's great. That's a good business model for the podcast. Honestly. Thanks. Yeah. Now I just got to put in the work on the marketing. That's why I'm starting to do the the Facebook live recording and then I'll I'll do some little clips here and there. Dude, like, and hey, I'll, I'll definitely shout out, you know, any of the ones that you send me. I'll definitely put I appreciate it. Out there. it. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. No and dude, problem. I'm always liking your photos and, and everything. And and like anybody talks to me about music, I'm like, actually, man, there's this new guy, man. I hate you, Johnny. 
go listen to him. He's on Bandcamp.com. I use his stuff, and it's not like like there's no other reason for it other than the fact that it's awesome. Right. You know, like your cool, calm, and collected song. I love, dude. It fits my life perfectly right now. Yo, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah so that, that uh, whole album was actually stress deal release. Yeah, that mm-hmm. whole album was uh, had a lot of meaning to it, and I held on to it for a long time. I actually wrote those songs seven years ago. Some of whoa. Them. Yeah. All right, let's get into that because yeah. because your those songs. Mainly, except for since I've started putting in music about four episodes ago, uh, I've used Cool Calm Collected as my intro song after I kind of do my I do my intro about my guests and I talk a little bit about my life, sometimes put in mental health in there because it's important to me. And then Cool Calm and Collected plays and it's like I, I face my depression and I beat it. And it's like, dude, that, that's me this year, yeah. in 2020. And so then at the very end, I, I play I Gotta Go from the same album. Oh, yeah. And I love it because it's just like. And I'm just letting you know, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. And then that's my outro. It's like, yeah, I'm out. And then I go, deuces. I just, I I love it, man. It fits my podcast perfectly. I never even thought about it in that context, though. That's actually really cool. <laughs> Which one? Do, I gotta go? Put, well, that you put like that in there, you know, at the end. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it like being like an outro song to anything. Yeah. yeah. See, and that's cool. It's, so you had your own reasoning for it. And then I found my own. I interpreted it in my own way. Right. When I heard it, I was like, yo, this has to be my outro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's, <laughs> that's perfect. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. I, I'm glad that I was able to take what you made uh, it creatively and then use it my own way in a creative sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure, it's yeah. beautiful. It is. Beautiful. It is cool. And uh, that happens for sure how does that make you feel like the fact that like someone's got a podcast i know it's not like the biggest podcast out there but someone's out there creating something and they want to use your music because there was other music i could use oh yeah for you know sure. but i chose yeah. yours and you know how does that make you feel i'm just curious i think um i've had like another i've had a like two other podcasts use my music too oh cool but, i didn't even know that no man. but awesome. it, but i don't think they're even running anymore but oh, um okay. but one thing I, that is what I do those free band camp releases for is for content creators, podcasters. I actually had a guy at my old job. He was a regular. He was an FPV flyer. So a lot of the FPV community started using my music, which is like the drones. They oh, okay, drones, okay. do like trick flying and stuff. Like so first person video or flight or something <laughs> yeah well they put the little action cameras on the drones and then they do like flips and barrel rolls oh, through I've buildings and stuff yeah. yeah have you seen like the the guys who actually like race inside of like warehouses yeah oh Is yeah that what the, you're talking about yeah and, yeah um and they go through like the little zones with the purple like yep. outlining light yep yo that that's is dope i'm not man. gonna name his name that's here okay. but uh my old regular he used um my music in some of his fpv videos oh and cool, he is cool. he is like one of the biggest ones. Whoa. So, yeah, no, it was yeah. really cool. It was uh, very, I was humbled. I was like, well, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. but uh, it's always, it always feels like that, regardless of who uses it. Uh, I put it out, like I said, for content creators. And a lot of the beat tapes I put out for is because I have people that are rappers. I know a lot of rappers and they need beats. And I am just practicing. So I'm like, any of the really bad beats I throw away, I don't ever put them out the mid range to okay this is really good i put it out for other people to have and then the ones that i that fit my sound it's not that they're better they just fit my sound better right i keep for myself or mm-hmm. keep it in uh in case i have like friends that i know that would go good on it so uh that's what i do it for and i love the fact that like you use my stuff and anybody that does use my 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 music i think it's awesome it's, yeah, it makes me feel it. like 
I mean, humbled and like, just, it's so great. I don't know. It's like you're not only doing it for yourself at that point. No, no. And I always give, like I said, for all my beat tapes are for free. So in my album, so just go download them if you want them, use them for whatever. That's the purpose. You know, I don't care to like the stuff that I need to make money off of. I'll obviously, you know, ask for money, but, <laughs> yeah, 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 but the, I'm doing something for another community too. You know, yeah, and that's yeah. why that's what I like about it. But so take me back to stress deal release. You talked about how you you wrote some of those songs like seven years ago. Oh, yeah. This was like a process. Just take me through what's going on in your mind when you say that to me. I think the first song I wrote was Cold, which is the second song on the album. And I wrote that at mm-hmm. at work. Yeah, after intro quarantine. Yeah. I um and the quarantine I wrote like shortly after that, like a couple of days after that. And I was at the time I was like kind of couch surfing um trying to get my place um that eventually i moved into with my entire hip-hop group worldwide wonders um but yeah i just wrote all of that in in a short amount of time because i was just really depressed and um there's stuff going on in my family there's stuff going on and with me my health, my mental health. So I just put it on paper and it was therapy to, for me. Dude, so, yeah, writing yeah. is absolute therapy, isn't yeah. it? I, I've been, um, and, and I want to make make this about me, it'll be very brief, but like for me, writing is more like poems. And oh, yeah. not, not necessarily songs, poems or uh, scripts. And I always write like very like short scripts or short plays, like, you know, anything that could be either just five minutes on a stage or five minutes like on, on, on camera. And it's usually something pertaining to real life, like, it's things that I wanted to say to people that I didn't get a chance to say. Right. You know, or it's things that I wanted to hear from people that I never got, I never got to hear that I wish that they had said. And, and, and I'll make those into, into like scripts. Yeah. And then when I read them back, I'm like, this sounds realistic. This sounds like something that could actually happen. And it's because I was kind of basing it off of my own real life. And that's, that's my way yeah. of having that therapy. So it's cool that you have your songs and like your beats. When you listen back to them, does that kind of, is that kind of like cathartic for you? Helps yeah. You? Yeah. It, uh, I like to think of them as time capsules, and I know that's kind of like corny to say because I, I feel like people <laughs> say that all the time. But uh, well, that's my first time hearing it, and I, it makes sense to me. Yeah, so it it's uh, like a time capsule of my life, and I just made that in hopes that somebody uh, hears it. And there's a lyric on there that I'm trying to remember; it just popped in my head. <laughs> well, well, anyways, of it, yeah. yeah, it's like you're saying, like you hope that someone hears it and it helps them in their stage of that life of, of life. Yeah, I hope they take it and interpret it uh, for whatever's going on in their life, and it helps them get over it. Because I don't know about other people. This is just personally, I like to listen to sad music when I'm sad, or like yeah. I like I like to listen to like something that's I can relate to. You know what I mean? I don't want to listen to like party music when I'm sad. Like, <laughs> yeah, EDM or something. I mean, I know some people do though, because it makes yeah. sense. Like you're trying to make yourself to feel make, better. Get out of it, yeah. But I just want to relate something with somebody. It helps you. you know? It helps you feel that emotion. Yeah. And write it, uh, and just because yeah. sometimes when you're when you're like that, you just have to write it out. Right. You know. And so I get it. And there's like certain songs that I think that when you're, uh, say, just to use an, as an example, if you're sad. There's somebody that's already worked through that sadness and made a song about it, and they kind of work the uh, how they worked it out into their lyrics, and I think that is more just better for me uh, to hear somebody that has been through going through a similar thing and 
got to the end of it, you know, and yeah. this is how they got there, regardless if I get there like that, you know what I mean? So, and that's what stress deal release was for, for me. Cause literally it's stress deal release. Yeah. And so it's, it's three phases of the album. And that's kind of how, uh, if you listen to it, the lighter songs are at the end when it's releasing mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, so the more depressing songs are in the beginning, the dealing with it portion was more like melancholy and the other stuff was pretty like lighthearted and yeah i think fun. I, I think it, it starts to take its turn towards release on cool calm collected yeah exactly it's like i faced my depression and i beat it and then the rest of it is more uplifting and, and upbeat yeah and so, dude that that's why like that's my favorite album of yours i've listened to all of them thank you and but that one right there stress deal release and that's why i wanted to kind of hone on that hone in on excuse me, hone in on it because like that's what I've listened to the most. I can relate to the most and I appreciate the most out of everything that you've done. And like, honestly, man, that's like an album. Like that's like a straight up, you know, you're, you're not, you're not just like a guy who's making these beats and like, I hope you buy them. It's like, yo, you, you're able to put a whole album together. That's like good from start to finish. And that's, like that's cool not everybody can do that yeah you know you. so i thank commend you. you for that it's really cool you have some immense talent man and that's why i wanted to bring you on it wasn't just like oh it's the guy who does my music come on i was like no this guy's got some talent i i need to i need to interview him thank you, you know? thank you so i'm glad you're here yeah yeah so. i appreciate you having me and like um like i said like stress deal release is probably my one album that i put the most into so that's why it sounds more um evolved from albums like Hesh to Repeat or In Other Words is another album that I rap on. But that was more uh, trying to get a certain sound and try to write songs a certain way. And it was more of like a mixtape. It was just a collection of songs. But Stress Deal Release was an actual album and it had a concept and I tried to follow it as much as I could uh, at the time when I was recording and, and making the beats. So And I got to be honest, man, listening to all of your songs – the titles for them are almost always fitting, like perfectly fitting. Yeah. It's like you have one that's like hotel lobby or something or elevator something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what elevator. I'm talking about? It's elevator music or something. Yeah. Or, or lobby. And it's like, but it's like that lo-fi type where it's like, yo, I yeah. can stay in this elevator forever, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. And I, terror, I think I named some of my stuff like that. And then some of the weirder names that don't make any sense is because it's either like, I use samples like half of the time. So I'll use samples from like old sixties records or something like that. I love I, that you do that, man. It's yeah. Cool. And you, and you always like say like where they're from and stuff. Like yeah. That. And then, so it, um, that's what I'll use in the title. I use vo- their title in my title. Oh. That's kind of how I, find, and I used okay. to, I used to, when I, uh, made beats on break, I would be at the mall of Georgia this yeah, like, I know it very well. I yeah. was just there like three days ago. Yeah, so I was like, um, I would sit in the food court and I would just look around and try to find a word that I didn't use for the last beat that I just made. So that's some of the some of my names of my beats. Sabaro. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's like something like that, you know. Great so, American cookie. Which yeah. I'm going to go with cookie on this one. Yeah, no, I, I think I have a beat called cookie because pro- of Great yeah, American I think cookie. You do, actually, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's how uh, – because I'll just – I don't finish the beats before I save them because that – I tried to do that and that is like a producer's worst nightmare because your laptop can die or it can yeah. just crash yeah. and that happens a lot is uh your laptop will crash so then you won't have your session mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah. i just i'll just look around real quick and if i come up with like the first 15 seconds of the beat 
I'll be like, okay, s- no smoking. That's the name of the beat, you know, because you have yeah, that yeah, no smoking yeah, sign. Yeah, you, like, you like that yeah, sign, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just be like, okay, that's the beat name. <laughs> I found that at work. It <laughs> yeah. was like in a cabinet, and I was like, that's mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's funny. I just like – I thought – Dude, I always then, think that's funny then this it. makes me feel kind of stupid, but not in a bad way. I'm like, I'm sitting here like, yo, all of your all of your songs make sense for the words, but maybe, maybe it's me like making the words fit to the songs or the songs fit to the words. Maybe. You know I, I mean? mean, I I think you could tell which ones are which. Now that I said that, <laughs> and if you ever listen to any of the other beats, they really do fit though. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. Like seriously, man, like phone beats, make- phone beats. I def, I definitely named the songs at, out of like the sound of the song. Like which like, one, the sound of the which one off the top of your head? Uh, phone beats like, uh, aimlessly want or wandering aimlessly. Um, what, what's the other one? Little dragons, the little dragons, sample that i used mm-hmm. i um just named it after little dragons so i think it's called dragons actually like little dragons like it was that like a chinese restaurant or? no little dragons is uh the name of the group the artist that oh. i sampled little dragons that's not the ones they are they are they pretty popular yeah I do think they, they do they sing another lover they might. I need to look it up. I need to look yeah, it up. I need yeah. to Because, dude, they, I, I, I dated this girl back in January, February. It's so weird. The last three podcasts now, including this one, I've mentioned this girl. <laughs> she keeps Well, you up. had memories with her. I should call her, yeah. man. I should call her. No, I don't know, man. <laughs> you got to think it over. <laughs> I, should, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't go off of my impulse, right? <laughs> no, no. I don't, Impulsive I mean, calls or texts are never the best. I'm not talking about tonight. <laughs> okay, don't, don't, yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. No, I'm not calling her tonight. Yeah, Come on, okay. Man. No, I, I, I didn't. Shit to I was wasn't assuming tonight. I was just I saying. <laughs> I'll. Th- I promise you. I'll at least think about it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but but, Dalton from the future here. I didn't. <laughs> but my point is, one time she and I were just hanging out. We watched like a movie together when I first got there, and then after that, she just put on like some YouTube videos. She just put played some YouTube in the background while we just continued chatting before the rest of the night progressed. While she was playing um, the YouTube, she picked this channel called Colors Songs. Are you familiar with that by any chance? No. Check it out, man, because it might give you some inspiration. For Wait, okay, is it the one where they do like live songs in colored rooms? Yes. Okay, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that. I love that series. Yeah, it's it's color the color show or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have like on YouTube, uh, I've downloaded like twenty of those. Yeah, and and I just I literally I, I take my dog Dakota out for a walk and I just listen to those like I, on repeat. Man. Yeah, I love their concept. I think it looks beautiful what they do, and it's uh, like really artistic. For sure. Yes. I, yeah. It's Little Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Another Lover, man. Check out Another Lover. That's one of their more recent songs, and they do it on colors. And she is, she's gorgeous. She's in like this amazing, like blue, like it's not a dress, but it's like a, it's like a cultural looking, like like article of clothing. Yeah. And she, oh man, dude, that, their music is fantastic. Yeah, they have. So some you good like songwriting. you like Little Dragons? Uh, I have heard a few songs by them, and I actually found this vocal cover. It wasn't actually the song that I um. The original mm-hmm. i sampled a vocal cover of little dragons okay but, um yeah i've heard a few of their songs and i do like them for what i've heard but i i'm one of those people that need to like deep dive into yeah i like, agree i haven't heard like a lot of their stuff either but out of all of those color songs that i've downloaded that is my that, favorite that one. one's your favorite i love hi dalton from the future here i just got my spotify 2020 wrapped yesterday and wouldn't you know it another lover was my most listened to song found colors from this rapper jpeg mafia um jpeg mafia yeah it's a weird name i that caught my eye too first but uh yeah 
I saw him. It's on like there I hate I you, Johnny. It. That catches the eye. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to trying to put that branding in there. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that colors they ha- they do wonderful stuff. Wonderful. One day stuff. you're gonna be on there, and Hopefully. you're just gonna be making the. You're gonna like. They're gonna have you for like a minute, and you're just gonna be making your own beat. And then, and then you're gonna wrap, wrap over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying to implement into our shows now. Um, whenever uh, either my rap group Worldwide Wonders play shows or I do solo shows, I'm trying to like use the 404 and implement that in our live set. And eventually, we're trying to like um, have live bands, like somebody playing the drum machine, guitar, bass, all that stuff. And I've incorporated that in some of the IG videos that I put out the Instagram Dope, videos. Man. Yeah, so I've had my friend Chris on there playing bass in the past and uh we I actually had three MIDI keyboards at once a couple of the videos that I posted on there and we made beats live. One person was on the sample, one person's on the drums, one person's on the bass. So we were trying to like bring more more uh things into the show because I feel like being a drummer and and playing shows with bands it's more there's more energy coming off of the stage from like your band and the crowd mm-hmm. than there is when you're just rapping you know what i mean yeah because yeah, I get it. and i think it's, it's music man yeah and i think it's just like the um the crowd that goes to rap shows um oh, certain okay. rap shows so like you, you'll have a crowd that's just tough and they're just listening to you they're listening yeah. to like what you're trying to say and whatever oh okay and yeah, yeah, uh yeah. they're not really like moving and it's it's hard to get the energy, but there are times when you just have a great crowd and everybody's just trying to have a good time. But uh, I feel like it's it got boring for me at a certain point where I'm like, I want to put more into our show. I want to have like lights. We want to have like live instruments. Some fucking pyro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like not just a beat and rapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I like the musicianship of music and just like artists so i just had an idea what if you did and include me if you can yeah what if you did like a skit or skits during your show like we thought about it for real yeah we have some written down yeah i'm an actor man i've done improv i'm very good at pantomime i'm not i like no joke when everything opens up right here you you see this cup (laughs) oh i gotta open it he actually, <laughs> he actually has a cup. <laughs> That's how good it is. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but no. I mean, that, so that would be cool. I mean, I'm sure someone's done something like that. Definitely. But like, I mean, that's what music videos are. But like local. Okay, so local artists, not so much. Like I've seen, we played with like people that are legends in Atlanta, like yeah. Pastor Troy's and stuff, and yeah, they yeah, have yeah, good yeah. shows, obviously. But uh, when you're like, a, when you're playing for a crowd that doesn't know any of your music it's different it's different and we want to bring like we want to make it memorable for people because everybody at a rap show gets up all the artists get up on stage and rap to their beat some of them rap to like their actual song with like the lyrics on it still but uh i think it gets repetitive and nobody actually i don't think they break the mold with the crowd because or they like break that wall with the crowd to where they're the crowd feels like they're uh having like a like a, a part of a, a, an immersive show. Immer- you know yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So if you have more lights, if you have more... Because I remember I saw Flying Lotus. I don't know if you know who Flying Lotus no. is. Check Flying Lotus Reminds out. me of White Lotus. In, uh, no, it's like a, he's like a beat maker. <laughs> okay. but, and this is what got me into like beat music. Uh, Flying Lotus, he 
came to Atlanta and he's really crazy with all his gear. I don't know exactly what he uses. He uses like samplers and stuff like that, but it's really trippy music. He makes really trippy music and he works with a bunch of great musicians. And, uh, he came to Atlanta years ago. I saw him and it was like a 3d like light show. So it was two screens and he was standing in between the two screens and, um, he could like he would pound all you could see is his silhouette so he would like act like he's pounding on the screen and ripples would come in like different shapes and stuff it was insane like just look up flying lotus live on youtube and you'll see what i'm talking about it's insane but uh it's not like edm i wouldn't call it edm it's very abstract like almost house has some edm has uh, some hip-hop he's a he started as a hip-hop producer and rapper so but he got more experimental with it. And That's I, def- dope, I definitely think you would enjoy it uh, if you're just like open minded to anything. I but, am. I yeah. am. Like, as long as it's good, like, if it's country, it's it, but it's like, but it, country's like, yeah, everybody hates on country. You either absolutely love country or hate country. Yeah. I'm all for country if it's good. Yeah. If it's, you know? if it's not, and some of it's so bad. It's so, so bad. bad. It's so but, bad. I mean, so is rap, but, and I like rap. Yeah. You know? Dude, a lot so, of rap is bad. Yeah. And, and for me, I prefer more like hip hop. I prefer it where it's the lyrics that matter. Yeah, exactly. You know? and, and obviously, you want a good beat, but like, I look back to like Tupac, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Who would, you, who would you pick, Tupac or Biggie? Oh. And it's okay. There's no wrong answer, I don't think. I'm going to have to pick one. Okay. I, okay, can I have like a loaded answer? Of course. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Uh, right, so we got like six minutes le- or four minutes left. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. We can Hit me with like your 10. minute, your minute, your a minute. Give me sixty seconds. Right, as to uh, why. Tupac because he was a, a revolutionary. There you go. Biggie because I like his like his sound better. Fair, yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like the New York. I'm more attracted to the New York uh, rap Same. than I West Coast rap. Yeah, I lived in New York oh, okay. for a year, so I like not and not only that, but like I I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So I like a different feel, brother. Yeah, I like the Wu Tangs. I like the yeah. uh, uh, Sean Prices and stuff like that. So I'm in love with the New York sound. And the sound, but Tupac for his revolutionary like. Yeah, like Tupac status. was definitely saying more and fighting for more. Yeah, uh, but obviously, I mean changes I mean, right yeah, there. Yeah, I listen to that song every day. And then the Killuminati stuff that mm-hmm. he was putting out. He's just trying to like. Um, he was he was saying a lot. All right, rapid fire here. How about uh, your favorite song that you've ever made? Oh, favorite song I've ever made. It's coming out. It's coming out. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, be it's coming about out to come out. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's I thought be that was the name of it. Gotcha. It's coming out. Okay, yeah. Soon. All right. All right. Can you tease it at all? Anything that you want to say about it? It's okay if not. Yeah. No. Uh, I think it's just my most like solid writing, uh, okay. internal, external rhyming, and the beat and everything. It's about to come out on Spotify soon. I'm gonna. I'm trying to wrap up these last releases that I did. It was like three tapes that I released, and that was the last of the J Tuck archive. And now I'm moving on to just doing the I Hate You Johnny gotcha. and the new newer stuff. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. The, the new brand. All right. So you talked about earlier, like uh, Spotify and Apple Music. How you had a little story there. Oh, uh, uh, I okay. I can just make it short. Spotify is terrible for artists unless you do like a con- contractual thing with them and you're a major artist they're terrible for small artists because they don't care they work off of like their playlist engine and they pay you like less they pay oh, you micro like an algorithm yeah okay so they make micro and you spend all your time trying to get on playlists but you're making nothing like 
like just to put some math out there, if you have a hundred true fans and you sell your record for ten dollars, you know how much that is. But if you have a hundred true fans and they stream your stuff ten times, it doesn't even amount to like close to what you would make wow. off of just selling your record like yeah, digitally right. by yourself. You so know what di- I mean? Yeah, digital. The digital world has caused us to rethink things and yeah. try and be innovative but it's also screwed us in, in a lot of ways just spotify there's other ones like title is good okay i'll still release on title i'm still release on spotify i'm just not like super excited about yeah i got you what about apple podcast then um apple Same podcast thing? yeah apple podcast you, uh, said something about, you, you mentioned them a little bit oh yeah yeah um I'm not sure about Apple Podcasts. I know about Apple Music. They pay microsense. A lot of them do, though. Oh, okay. It's, it's okay. almost hard not to get like stiffed. You know what I mean? But when you're bringing in the numbers, they'll reach out to you and you get ad space. You get money for ad space yeah, yeah. like and stuff like that once you're... It's just hard to be in the little man. Yeah, well, that and then uh, the CEO of Spotify or somebody high up in Spotify just did like a press conference saying that like artists need to release more music, which I think that is totally terrible for it's like, bro we'll release it when we get it when we well can. because the the music that's coming out especially in the rap world uh-huh. uh not especially especially in the <laughs> rap world <Yeah>. is um <laughs> it is uh <laughs> <laughs> i have like three jokes but yeah I'm just, just know. <laughs> it's um geared mostly towards like landing those playlists and same with the pop records in reggaeton there there's no like flavor in it because they want djs to spin it back to back and it to sound cohesive and that's what they want for the playlist because um the spot uh, a lot of djs are using spotify now they just put it through their new marks and they do a couple little drops and spins here and oh, they okay. just they have it on cash like or they have what it, i don't know how they have the what is it called when they it's like it's like oh I'm stupid. I said the word already. It's queued up. When they queue it up, you can queue up like an entire playlist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or oh. and on Spotify, you can ha- um, have the song like end and fade out and fade into the other song that comes yeah. up next. Yeah, yeah, You can set your settings like that. So a lot of DJs use that. So that's what a lot of the artists are making playlist music. They're not making like actual good songs. They're just trying to be a part of the playlist. So I think it's making for the it's making the art lack. It's compromising talent for the sake of uh, views or listens. Exactly. That's sad, man. It is. You it see is. that in every creative space, it's, though. It, yeah, you know? I know. And it sucks. Happens in acting. You know, you, you, you compromise yourself as an actor just so you can get better roles or more, or, or more roles or right. be seen. Yeah, it's just, it happens. And we could, that could be a whole other episode. Yeah. I know you got to go because the alarm just went off. So give me like two, three more minutes. Yeah, uh, no problem. Of... of what's the future look like for you brother like what what do you what do you want the future to look like what do you hope it's going to look like plans goals you know just speak on that is that is that like fair to add does that make sense oh yeah for sure um, all right speak on that for me uh like i said rebranding um i'm have my website that i just finished i hate you com. it has merch on it and um i'm just trying to so i'm gonna stop releasing beat tapes after uh these next two and i'm gonna focus more on trying to get placements on like movies um any like podcast anything um but mainly like movies Yo, video I just games realized, i don't I, I mean i planned on not no, go ahead. saying anything until you finish because i try to do that try to ask questions and sit the fuck no, back yeah good but go yo ahead. i got like a couple of scenes that i'm going to be recording soon oh yeah i would love to use your music in them yeah I, be I totally think, i've been thinking just solely on my podcast that i would be great to include your music in my scenes like as an intro or outro or even like underlying during like a certain portion Dude, if i would 
speed. I gotta see if it fits. I, I know. I mean, you have so many songs. I gotta listen back to them. I would appreciate it. it. Dude, if I not, do that. if not, if that. if not, I'm just that. I'm just throwing that out there. So like, I want to be in music. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, yeah. Um, movies, video games, series. Um, I'm trying to get placements with bigger artists, and obviously, I'm gonna do stuff for um, the people that have been following me forever. So I'm gonna re- release some freebies and some Lucy's here and there, but I'm going to try to like tighten it up a little bit just to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I, I'm just tired of working a, a, a job that I don't really want to work for. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, it's I such a lot a, of Americans every, can every, everybody. And, but right now is not a good time to be saying that. Like right. I do appreciate why working. I'm asking you where you work. Yeah. I do appreciate working right now because a People aren't fortunate enough to have jobs, but yeah, um, I, in the for the future though, like I just want it's to. Still okay. It's it's okay to say that you appreciate that you have a job, but still not like your job. Yeah, I think that's okay because I put uh, before I've put a lot of time into my job and spent a lot of my free time there, and not and then I would get off and just be drained. So yeah. I w- and I think that like if you have a goal and you really want to do something you should be spending just as much time you're, as you're spending on anything else to do that as well. What you do in your 9 to 5 is for someone else. What you do from your 6 to 12 is for you. Exactly. Right? I've seen that? that on Instagram. Who said that? I don't know. I, 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 want, I, I, would, I, would, I want to say The Rock. I, I think it's Dwayne Johnson. It, it might be Dwayne Johnson, but like I've also seen it on a few other Instagram channels or, yeah. or, or pages that I follow, like Millionaire Posts and Billionaire Posts or like Insta you know, uh, Inspiration or whatever. Well, it makes so, total sense because because you're putting a lot of time into something and like that's what do you think like that's what college is for that's why like these uh when you get a trade job you have to get cer- cer- uh, certificates yeah, yeah. yeah and that's what you're doing essentially in a in a industry that is really loose like you don't really know what's going on half the time you know what i mean there's not really a, a set way to do it mm-hmm. and it's always changing yeah, always and it's more. always changing, so it makes it so you kind of have to do things your own way. But um, that's what you need to spend your time doing. You know what I mean? And and if you if anybody needs to hear that, just like take your time with what you're doing. Be serious about it, and always like put effort into what you do and, and love yourself get there. For it. And yeah, and love be, yourself. Be for happy it. with yourself for it. Take it from a guy who has three different podcasts going on. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I'm successful by any means. No. Please do not take that from this. <laughs> All I mean is I'm doing things, but you're getting myself. at it. I'm getting at it. Yeah. yeah. Because, because fuck everything else that I'm doing that isn't progressing my life. But there's no way your podcast would be big without getting like doing what you're doing yeah. and like trying to get, you're hitting it on the head all the time. You're like, Hey, every master was once a beginner. And, and I think about that every day. Yeah. And every time I sit down and I edit a podcast or I sit down to record a podcast or whatever, every time I even think about my podcast, I remind myself that every master was once a beginner. And a lot of people don't even get started because they don't want to be seen starting from the bottom. Right. I'm at the bottom right now. Yeah. And that's cool because maybe one day I'll be, I won't, I won't say at the top, but I'll be up there and people can come back and look at this and see how far I came. Yeah. You know, and, and I, and also I hope that they'll see that I haven't changed. Right. I, I, I've improved, but I haven't changed me. The you format. know what I, Yeah. And you're, and you, what you put into it. And the same goes for you with your music. Yeah, exactly. Your music's going to improve. It's uh, sound quality. The beats that you make are going to just get hotter and better and better. Right. Yeah. And, and, and they already have proven that, but it's like exponential, bro. I've, I've thank, listened thank to, to all of your <laughs> shit, man. It, thank it, you. It's exponential, but 
ultimately you're not going to lose yourself. No. And that's what separates like the, the celebrities from the legends in my opinion. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think another thing, if, uh, I think a lot of people would like to hear this too, or like need to hear it is if you, in, in my opinion, I'm not going for all the likes. I'm not going for like the quick million dollars. I'm going for if I could make 40 to 60 K a year making beats and rapping and playing shows and doing mm. what I love for 10 years, solid. I'm, yeah. I've accomplished what I've wanted to do. Yeah. I yeah. don't have to get to that next level. I would like to, obviously I'm going to push to that next level, yeah. but if I stayed there, just the longevity alone and just the stability in that is good enough. So even if you're not all the way there, at least appreciate what you got when you have it. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's, that's stuff. yeah. So I like it. Yeah. Cause I got down on myself uh, recently and I was like, man, I'm not at where I want to be at. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> There's a cowboy bebop. <laughs> Yo, Charles, we're just finishing. We're finishing up. Come on over. Okay. All right. Later. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, to finish, to wrap it up, that's what I think, um, yeah. is the, it's about longevity. It's about, um, integrity of your work. Cause a lot of people, are just doing it for no integrity. Yeah, integrity. So as soon as you lose your integrity, you've lost your ability to create. Exactly. Or at least create from the heart. Yeah. So I think that's really important for anybody to keep and just keep at it and don't give up, even if you don't make it to where you want to make it. Is is that what you do it for? Is Shoot for the gotta... moon. Even if you miss, you land among the stars. There you go. <laughs> it's so cliche, <laughs> it but, but it it's really true. is true. It's true. It is. It's true. But it's it's a. Uh, Oh, what I was saying is I got down on myself and then I realized yeah. like, yeah, I don't make that much money off music. I don't even make enough to like not quit, like to quit my to job. To only do music, yeah. But I have all this cool equipment. Yeah. I have like, uh, I, I have the skill to be at where I wanted to be at when I first started. So I'm like. And I'm just making stuff left and right, and I'm a part of cool projects. I get to do cool stuff. I've been on stage with a bunch of cool. Dude, you've been on stage, and, period. That's yeah. cool. And so, and so, then when I thought like that, I was like, I can't complain really. Yeah. Like I am where I, <laughs> yeah. I want to be. I just haven't like hit that break yet. Right. It's all about meeting people. Doesn't mean you, yeah, dude. It, through this, man, I I posted on on uh, Instagram just last night uh, a picture of myself shooting uh, a couple scenes from uh over the weekend yeah and a guy messaged me on instagram a guy that i did one of my very first short films with he was a part of it he he messages me and he says hey man i'm considering you for a role for a, a short film that I'm, I'm filming coming up soon right would you like to audition and if he had been like hey i'm considering you for a role would you like to have the role i would have said no let me audition so it was very cool that he was like do you want to audition because it's like hell yeah yeah i don't want to be given a damn thing i want to earn it yeah oh you yeah know? And anyway, so it, it is, it's all about who you know, and it's all about like making those connections and putting yourself out there. Exactly. I, mean, I posted that picture, and and then the next thing I know, I posted that picture because I'm proud of it, and I love the guy that I, that I'm in it, in it with, Scott. He was a former guest on this podcast, and so and then what do you know? That comes after it. It's like holy holy shit, man! Like I didn't, I wasn't yeah. expecting to get another gig. Yeah. Pot, potentially. Uh, out of it, I still have to audition for it. Yeah. We'll see what happens, but just the opportunity. Just the to opportunity. Be yeah. yeah, man. So. Ultimately, if you don't put yourself out there, if you don't get out of your comfort zone, if you don't let people see who you really are and what you're about, you're not going to have those other opportunities that are going to get you where you ultimately want to go. Exactly. Because we all want to get somewhere. And you have to say yes to more things that you you would normally say no to. But 
at the same time, integrity. They'll be able to say no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 But but you yeah. know, there's been times in the past where I turned down things that weren't hurting me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't gonna hurt me. I just like didn't right. want to go or something. Mm-hmm. Or I, like I was I wanted to go hiking or something, which we need to talk about in another. We yes. need to sit down and have I know, a hiking. I know. You... I really wanted to get to that. I ho- yeah. I was hoping we had like questions about hiking i know i, know I did you i did but but like with only an hour it was like that what i was gonna yeah. do was an hour of music and then and then the second hour was gonna be more like lifestyle yeah yeah so but it's okay yeah it, dude i'll have you on again yeah yeah we'll talk about hiking yeah, dude i because we both love hiking yes all right well but on that note of you getting out in nature because a lot of your instagram instagram posts that i'm seeing and how i met you you're at ronald reagan yes. park just putting out them beats no, anyway, so you so you're out there. Sorry, I'm out there. you're out there. You're out there. Like you're out there on, uh, in all these like you're traveling around. You're posting up on these like rock cliffs and stuff, yeah. and you're making your beats, dude. Tell me about that. What what made you think to do that, and and what is that about? Uh, I like hiking. Um, when I started dating my partner, we go hiking all the time. That's like one of our. That's things. great. Yeah. That's a great thing to do with a partner. Yeah. Something active with, yeah. out in nature. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. And just traveling in general, but uh, yeah, 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 we would go out in nature, and um, I noticed that I wasn't doing my my beat sessions as much because I wasn't at home. We're at the studio at my studio, so um, bring them with you. Yeah, so then <laughs> cool. I thought about bringing it with me, and now she is always like, "Are you gonna do it at this spot?" And I'm like should i like i would like to spend our time together without yeah, having yeah. to bring that into it but she's like no totally she supports it so i oh, appreciate her for that supportive partners yeah of course and yeah. and and it's awesome so like that is the reason why and we go all around she lives like kind of in middle tennessee so we go all around those tennessee's beautiful it is dude, one of the most dude, beautiful states. i've been to a lot of them tennessee's I haven't. I didn't realize, and it's just uh, right there. I've never yeah. realized it. Like, I've been to a couple places in Tennessee, but not like that. Like, we go around to a uh, couple hours out from where she lives, and it's amazing. Like, go to Virgin Falls if you ever. Okay, Virgin Falls. Yeah, Virgin yeah. Falls. It's a very long hike, but when you get down to the bottom, it's amazing. Do you recommend like bringing a water bottle with you, like oh, wearing yeah. proper shoes? And oh stuff? yeah, okay. hiking shoes, water bottle, two water bottles. It's like a four. Oh, wow. It's a four point something mile hike okay. down, and it's not a loop, so you have to go back. Out. Oh okay, so it's so do it like during 8. the day. Yeah, you're gonna want to do it early in the day, so okay. you can take it. You yeah, spend no, your whole day. Get there. back before Bigfoot's out hunting. Exa- right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we, I just do that, and I thought it was really cool, and people seem to like it a lot. They like the nature. I like Dude, I love it, too. man. I love it. Every time I see one of your your uh, every time I see one of your posts, I'm like, first off, I think he's out there doing it. You yeah. know, I'm I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. And, and not that I have like the right to be proud. I'm not your dad or anything, but I'm still proud. Yeah. You know, and I, yeah. I'm still gonna say it. But and then my second thought is, yo, let me let me hear what he's got going on. Yeah. And then like and then the fact that you're out in nature doing it, it just man, it's just such a whole thing. And I think that that's gonna help set you apart uh, moving forward uh, from other artists. That's what that I was about to say. Thing. Actually, is uh the I'm. I'm friends with a bunch of people on the Instagram community that are beat makers and they Mm -hmm. do like a lot of um, like lo-fi green screening and stuff like that. And it's cool. And I do the same thing. And, uh, but yeah, that's definitely got me people like people paying attention more. Like they are like, for some reason they're just like that nature stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh yeah, the nature stuff. You got a great background (laughs) behind you and it's not green screen, obviously. And what I mean is like it's obvious that it's not green screen, 
Whereas a lot of times it's obvious that it's green screen. It's yeah. amazing, man. And and I'm glad that we we're on the same same wavelength of, of thinking where that sets you apart. And that's going to be something that's going to help you in the long run for sure. Yeah. It, it, like whatever, it, even in act, any creative aspect, anything that can set you apart. Like think of Jackson Pollock. That dude literally, I mean, I, I, I don't want to like disrespect him as an artist or anything. Yeah. Uh, but like the dude literally like splatters paint on a canvas. And there's a there's a, there's like a reason behind it, sure, if you want to look into it. But ultimately, n- what I'm trying to say is no one had done anything like that before. Exactly. And so he comes along and he does this, and people blow their minds get freaking blown, and they and they and his stuff goes for millions of dollars. Yeah, and just like the um, I went to this place in New Mexico. It's uh, called Meow Wolf. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> no, Meow Wolf. Okay. It's a, art exhibit look it up it, seriously okay. look up like a walkthrough it's really cool it's okay. trippy um but it's an art exhibit so you go to this house and it's like a normal house on the inside okay and interactive you, art experiences right and Sorry, you man. like read uh well there's like newscasts on the tv and it is saying like something about this family and you have to go kind of all around the house go on the computer look up files and it you Whoa, put the pieces yeah. together but then you walk through like the fridge or something. You walk through the fridge. You open it up. You walk through, and you're in a like a different dimension. Whoa! It was, it's like uh, some dude on acid like made this, you know? <laughs> yeah, but yeah I'm, look, dude. Just their website. Yeah, it's meowwolf.com. Everybody check it out. It looks pretty damn trippy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we went there, and I was like, "This is really unique." This it's is in New like, Mexico, so it would be Santa Fe. Yeah, they, they're also in Las Vegas. So they're, cool. yeah, they're in Vegas. Uh, there's one out here, but it's not. Meow Wolf. It's not the same people, but they do the same thing. Okay. What is that called? Uh, I'll tell you after, so I can. <laughs> no I, worries. I, no, I have to look it up. But I'll look it up and I'll post it or something. Yeah, it's uh, it's really. It was just really unique. I was Whoa, like, "Whoa, this, this is... looks cool, man! This looks really cool. Like crystals on the wall and shit. Yeah, like glowing orbs. Yeah, and you can yeah. like go. You can walk through like the fireplace. You duck and walk through the fireplace, uh, and you end like up in this room. whole another yeah. world. So it's like an escape room without like the idea of escaping. Exactly. And then every different room is made by different artists. And I think the guy oh, the cool. guy that made Game of Thrones is the owner of the like oh, he's the cool. one that put that together. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Dude, dope. Yeah. And I heard that they're opening one in like California. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's supposed to have like a some Game of Thrones references in there. But this one was just like it was just really unique. It was so cool. <laughs> but I <laughs> like artists a... like that. That that make that's what we we're talking about, standing out. Like that's a standout thing. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's just like bringing a bunch of artists together to do something that's never been done. And it's uh, and, beautiful. And that and when as soon as you said that every room is made like by a different artist, that's when I was completely sold. Yeah. I was already sold, but like that sells me. I'll I'll give him my money all day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then they have like um they have a stage too in the middle of like the trippy part of the art exhibit. So I apparently they have bands play there and that's cool. One day you're gonna play there. I would love to. That's cool. I would love that's to. Gonna, that's gonna happen. <laughs> Thanks for your time, man. Yeah, I know that you thank you for go. having me. Um come on again, please. Yes. It's dude and, and for people who don't know, like this is literally our first conversation together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is cool. It, I think that that's cool with my podcast because like not not every time, but a few times it's literally my first conversation with someone. And I like so th- that's always cool to just hear two people just get to know each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So um yeah, anyway, uh any any last thought, any final thoughts, any any last quotes to leave with the people? If not, that's all cool. We'll we'll go ahead and end it. Um Love yourselves. That's a good one. No, yeah. that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love yourself. Yeah. Go out in nature, have the travel, 
just get some vitamin D in your life. Get some sun. D- seriously, and then positive vibes. Like take all that negative energy. Whoa, 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 you know, whoa, whoa, pushing it out. Yeah, push yeah. it out. Push it out. And you know, obviously, some things you have to take in, and it's gonna happen. But just don't dwell on it and live your life. And yeah. yeah, focus on focus on what you got going on around you. Yeah, like and there, and the people that you have around you yeah. because that that you care about because you know it's it's life we never know what's gonna happen yeah i read something today that actually said that like you never know what hug's gonna be your last hug what kiss is gonna be your last kiss what goodbye is gonna be your last goodbye yeah and so it ultimately said that like make sure that whatever conversation you you have with a person if you were to die tomorrow that you'd be proud of the conversation you have with that person for sure it's a little hard to think about and be conscious of. It's a little morbid. Yeah. But ultimately, it what it's ultimately trying to say is just be kind to everyone you meet. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Be kind to everyone, everyone you meet. Because that, um, that's another thing is we have to, in, th- in these times, we have to kind of like unite and just be there for each other. You know what I mean? Dude, I'm the most unifying person you'll ever meet. Yeah. I, I want unity all the way. And I hate how much division is in our country I know. right now. So let's unify. Let's, let's remember that we have more similarities and differences. Yeah. We have our differences, but let's appreciate each other for oh, yeah. those differences yeah. and not hate each other for them. You know what Unless I mean? Unless you're just a god-awful person, which... Yeah, like, fuck it, them. Yeah, but, but then you just, like, stay away from that person. Yeah. Don't even, like, give energy to it. You yeah. know what I but mean? That, honestly, most people are pretty common, decent people. Yeah, exactly. They have things yeah. to love and things that we could, you know, appreciate about them and that if we opened up to them, they would appreciate about us. Exactly. And even if you want to be a hermit crab, just... Love the people that's that are already in your life. Yeah, and make sure you got a, a beautiful shell. Yeah. Meaning yeah. like be proud of your house. Yeah. Ooh yeah. shit. <laughs> okay, we're ending off on a great note. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Hey, I love right. you, man. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and using my music and everything. Hey, I hey, really give me a game give, give me a I gotta go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. You know. I gotta go, 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 I gotta go. Deuces.